Hi, everybody. It's... I almost said it's Radio Slade. <laughs> oh, oh, back in the day. Back to Everyone, you're tuning school. in to Not Too Taboo. I'm here with my lovely lady love, Gretchen Christine Rossi. She likes it when I play with my own buttons. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Did you see that? I almost you did a throwback. Radio Slade. That's I, old school. That is old school. I like it. That's a fun factor, everybody. I know. Maybe people don't know that you had your own radio show. Uh, maybe not. Yeah. Do you guys know that? He was the afternoon drive. What it, What is it? It's a playlist 92.7 yeah. FM. And you were the and afternoon. Mid midday drive. Midday, midday drive. drive. Thanks for tuning in. It's Radio Slate right here on Playlist 92.7. <laughs> I'm here with actress and a very famous person, Gretchen Christine Rossi. Thanks for joining us today. <laughs> oh my gosh. She hates that, my radio announcer voice. I No, I love your radio, radio announcer voice on the actual radio. When you're like in bed with me and like all of a sudden you want to like bust out radio announcer voice. I'm like, get away from me, creepo. Oh, come on, Gretchen. You know you like it when I tuck like this. <laughs> no, I do not like it. <laughs> Too funny. <sighs> How are you, babe? You know what? This is the best time of our Tuesdays. Why? Because I get to spend this one-on-one -on -one time with you. I know. It doesn't happen in our house. It's it's a uh, it's a circus here. It's like a madhouse 24-7 here. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of stuff that goes on. We got some other production that's happening in the house. And we have family, your brother, Skylar, a caregiver, uh, two dogs. Yeah. Uh, it, there's a lot. There's on. just a lot going on. Yeah. This is our only time to connect, Gretchen. It is. Yeah. I love it. And I stare deeply into your beautiful blue eyes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm really excited about our guest today, not going to lie. Because it's a very special guest. Uh -huh. Yes. And she's our special friend. Like oh. She's legit our friend. And she has special gifts. <laughs> she does. She has special gifts. And I love her special husband. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Everything's just special. Everything's incredibly special. It's a special episode of Not Too Taboo. <laughs> We're so happy when everyone could join us today. Our guest today is a world-renowned celebrity hypnotherapist known for treating A-list actors like Sharon Stone and David Hasselhoff Ooh. and many, many more. Yeah. But we know her as our friend. Yep. Right? Yeah. For a very long time. Yeah, for a long time. Yeah. Maybe she hypnotized us into thinking we're friends. Oh my gosh, you're so weird. Or maybe she hypnotized us into liking each other. Okay, you guys, literally she's been praised by people like Martha Stewart, Jennifer Hudson, Mike Tyson, including top musicians, billionaire CEOs, and leading politicians. Wait, wait, wait. She's even an original Victoria's Secret model. She is the author of The Subconscious Power. Use your inner mind to create the life you've always wanted. Everybody, please welcome our dear friend, Kimberly Freemutter. <laughs> wow. There's a lot of people in that bedroom. I know. It's there crazy. Is. We can't get rid of this peanut gallery back here. I know. <laughs> Gretchen truly knows I love to touch the buttons. <laughs> Hi, Kimberly. How are you? Hi, Mama. I'm good. I'm good. How are y'all doing? We are hanging in there. I mean, this whole pandemic craziness has been a little overwhelming, but besides that, I mean, we're we're doing good. You know, we got we got this new little rascal running around, and she brings so much oh. joy into our lives every day. So it's kind, it's kind of hard to not be happy and smile. Yeah, she makes us tired. Yeah, she makes us very very tired, tired but very. Oh happy. my gosh, what if she could hypnotize Skylar? To sleep through the night. Have you ever tried that? I'm so curious. Can we come right I almost choked gate? on my coffee. That was such a good idea. <laughs> was that not the best idea? Kimberly, have Kim you ever hypnotized a baby and got them to sleep through the night? Yes, I have. Oh! I know. And it's really, it works great because <gasps> there are 
so tied to their subconscious. You know, one of the funny things about the subconscious and how it works is that it's the part of us that doesn't watch ourselves. And so as we become more PC and learning to play well with others and all of those things, that's where we really trip ourselves up. And so of course, children don't have that yet. <laughs> so it's pretty easy. Right. Cause you start to suppress those things. Oh my God. In fact, I had hypnotized a mother and you know who this is, Gretchen. Um, I hypnotized a mother on the boat uh, once who was expecting to see when the baby was going to be born. Yes. And the I, baby I'm, born to the minute to the day that yes. it said two yes. weeks further out. You know, so two weeks from the time that I hypnotized the baby. You know what? And I'm going to read this quote from her. Kimberly hypnotized myself and my daughter in utero to find out when she would be born. In session, my daughter expressed Wednesday, September 14th at 4 p.m. Two weeks later on Wednesday, 9-14-2016 at 3.59 p.m., we welcomed our beautiful little girl into the world. Oh my gosh, that's epic. (laughs) That's so epic. That's amazing. (laughs) That is brilliant. Okay, so that is such a great idea. Legit. That's a good idea. Kimberly, we're going to have, when you guys are down in Newport next time, will you seriously come hypnotize Skylar? Because we cannot live life right now. (laughs) We we have that little flag outside of our house that says send help. You know, the white flag that's like, please send help. (laughs) That's that's the, the, the new social handle for us is pound Skylar's winning. Yes. Completely. That is so funny. That is so cute, you guys. Yeah. And also there isn't a night right now. If you've noticed, you know, people are taking their naps during the day and we're getting Mm -hmm. up later and we're all thrown off our time schedule. So I'm sure Skylar is as well. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do a little backstory here. Yeah. Let's we have to talk about how we know Miss Kimberly Freemutter. Yes. And it's been a very long time. Yeah. Like Gretchen and I literally started thinking of all the way back. Yeah. To when we first met, and I, we we recalled you guys were kind enough to offer up the boat. I think for an OK Magazine event. Do yeah, you remember think, that when you had the when you yes. had the boat down in Newport Beach? Yeah, yeah. Was that, that was the it. first? Was that the first? We we had met Kimberly before though at like events. You say you say boat, but it's like a ship basically. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> I mean, a yacht. It's, it's like a but, gigantic yeah. yacht. Okay. Um, like a, a hundred and something foot yacht, but you say boat like as if we're like on there with like oars and stuff. <laughs> Like it's, like it's a, a cute yacht. visual being on a Duffy with Kimberly being hypnotized. <laughs> it's a cute visual. Um, no, so yeah, so we met because you guys, um, we were hosting this OK Magazine party and um, they wanted to have it down here in Newport. And then you guys actually were friends with one of the editors, Shelly, if I'm, if I'm oh, saying yeah. this correct. I think, I think that's how this all came together. And then, um, they, and then you guys were so kind to offer up the boat. Uh, sorry, as, the yacht as for the venue, for for the the venue. and um, when we met you guys, you and your lovely husband, Brad, we were just like, oh my gosh, these are two of the nicest, kindest, most generous, loving people. Ever. And, and we just instantly connected with you guys and had just such a lovely, beautiful day. Don't you but think, it, wasn't that, was that the day, Kimberly? Do you remember that being the you. day? I think it was. And I know Adrian had something to do with us. Maybe, maybe when Slade was talking about met, you know, that we had maybe met at some other events before that. Yeah. But I remember your folks were there, your parents. Gretchen. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. Mom and dad came. That's right. Yeah. So I met the whole fam first yeah. day, you know, as far as like being on the boat and whatnot. Kimberly, there are so many things that we didn't even know about you. We did not realize that you were one of like the original Victoria's Secret models. Is that correct? Yeah. 
Thank you. I had no idea. That's so cool. I mean, I guess you I'm not surprised. You see her and you know like supermodel. Like yeah, she looks because, like a supermodel. Well, like when I first met you, literally, I was like, this woman is like absolutely stunning. Like you're so beautiful. And like it's so rare to find such a beautiful woman that is so lovely and like. On the inside. Yeah. And just so sweet. Giving and, and not, sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not full of themselves. Like it's hard to find that sometimes. And so I, I guess it makes sense to me that you were one of the original Victoria's Secret models. But like I had no idea. Like literally as we were prepping for this podcast, I was like, really? She was? That's so amazing. Because she wouldn't normally come up and tell you that. No, she's like totally humble. She would never like say anything like that. Kimberly, what's the secret? What's the secret to staying so beautiful? Well, you know, it's a funny thing because I started using one of my girlfriends. I don't think you've met her yet. I started using her skincare and it's called Good James. I don't know if you've heard of it or not. Good good James? Good James? Yeah, Good James, like J-A-N-E-S. Okay, James. And it made Oprah's list of like best moisturizers and whatnot. You can look it up. Good James. And she's so talented. She's a a Texas girl. And she has beautiful, beautiful skin. And so I simply asked her what she does for her face. And she said, oh my gosh, I have this line. And so she's kind of like myself, you know, we don't really lead with our accomplishments so much. And so she, she was that way about it. And it turns out that she has lashes and she has all of these things, but I tried her skincare and I can't rave enough. So when people ask me, I just want to be real clear that that's what it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I got Sounds it. like we need a new sponsor for Not Too Taboo is what I'm thinking. <laughs> no. Kimberly, so um, talk to us about how you became this like celebrity hypnotherapist. Like how did that even all start? Well, it happened because like Slade, so I was doing these things in entertainment, but I got really nervous. And so I sought out a hypnotherapist to eliminate stage fright for me because I was fine as long as I was behind a microphone or, you know, something right. where 8 million right. people were on the other side listening, mm-hmm. <laughs> not in the room. But I just, Listening, not looking. Yeah. yeah. And I just really felt paralyzed by being in the spotlight. Wow. And so I went to a hypnotherapist and it worked. And I couldn't believe it. It was like I got on stage the next time and I didn't feel anything that I had felt before. I mean, my knees would shake oh and I would God. literally feel like I was going to faint. I would like really sick, like sick, sick, sick butterflies. And so that worked. And I thought, gosh, that's amazing. So with that, Wait, it literally thought, took, it took all of those like things away. Like you didn't feel nauseous. Yes. You didn't have knees. Seriously? Yes. A hundred percent. What happened was I didn't, you, you almost don't believe it. But then when you, when you're doing that thing that they've hypnotized you not to do anymore, like yeah. getting on stage and not feeling scared, I looked for the scared, you know, because I expected to feel the scared. And so yeah. even when you're looking and not finding it, that's pretty powerful. So I was able to wow. literally hunt it down and not locate it. That was wild. So when that happened, I thought, you know, I really need to know what this is because this part of the mind is where it's at because there's a lot of other things I don't want to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting because, I mean, biologically, you know, fear comes from spikes in certain chemical reactions that happen in the brain. And if you can subconsciously take control of that and turn off that mechanism... It's no longer creating the cortisol or the stress hormone that would cause you the anxiety. That's so now, interesting. But, but Kimberly, does it, does it, is that for like the lifetime of, of yourself or do you have to keep going back and getting hypnotized again? Good question, Gretchen. Thanks, Lady. That's a really good question. Well, so I hypnotized Brad. Actually, this, that's not 100% right. I had Brad go to a hypnotist colleague of mine for about 20 minutes of um, hypnosis to lose weight. 
because he was 60 pounds overweight and he was miserable. So listeners understand. I mean, it's literally been 10 years since we've known Brad and Kimberly. Yeah, a long right? time. Uh-huh. And we saw them in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. That was a dramatically different Brad. You know, I'm a little jealous right now. <laughs> yeah, he looked really good. <laughs> yeah, if you have a few LBs to get off you, that's easy for us now. So so yeah. anyway, he, my, my colleague Shelly, she hypnotized him for about 20 minutes and he literally just laid there with his eyes open. He didn't close his eyes. He had his hands behind his back. He kept his baseball cap on. He was just, you know, he's, he's just that guy. He's very analytical. And so sure enough, over the next, I'd say year, 60 pounds came off of him. He didn't care anymore about anything that she had talked about as far as, you know, your plate is your plate. People can't force themselves on you. You know, food doesn't mean love. If you love your mother, it doesn't mean you don't love her. If you don't eat her food, you know, all the things that she literally gave him permission not to feel anymore. And that's what did it. What it does is it, depending on how you do it, but you know, most people want to stay away from bad food and most people want to head towards good food. So we do an away from and a two model. And um, in fact, I developed it into an e-course now. It's not quite up on my website yet, but it's very close. So if anyone's interested, Uh, it's so so easy, you guys, because your, your subconscious wants you to survive. That's the prime directive. The whole reason you even have a subconscious is to beat your heart and to move your lungs and to, you know, have your emotions expressed properly. So when we go off track, it's just because we just need to wake up that part of us again. And so it's super easy. Like everything wants to be right path. And so if you just give it half a chance, it goes and snaps right back into shape. It's kind of like, I liken it to like a tomato plant where a tomato plant doesn't, you know, it's it's completely organic and sustainable and natural. And it grabs from the planet. It grabs from the soil. It grabs from the sun, grabs from the water, everything it needs. It doesn't overeat. It doesn't take in too much sun and sunburn. It doesn't get so full that it bursts. You know, if you just go back to your natural you, that's the best point of departure. So Kimberly, tell me this though, the ebook thing, I'm really interested in this. How long is that going to take? Cause I think our audience is really going to love something like that. So how long till, till you think that's up? Well, it'll be soon. What you can do is you can go to KimberlyFriedmutter.com and go to courses. And when mm-hmm. you click on courses, it'll say weight management. That's the first one, because I don't know if this is what you've heard, um, you know, having guests and whatnot, but my business has been strictly revolving around weight management for about the last year solid. And this is simply who's been coming. My celebrities are looking at it. Everybody's looking at it either for their lab work to improve or for their waistline to improve or both. It's, right. it's an interesting thing. There's this wave of fitness that's happening now. And it's really, really beautiful because we've elevated ourselves into this expectation that we can have it all. And yeah. the idea is if you don't, my work is from the neck up. So I know it's about the body, but you have to get your mind straight before your body will get straight. You yeah. are what you think 100%. So once the mind gets straight, then all of a sudden you're not craving the junk food. All of a sudden you're not, you know, wanting to just lay on the couch. You're wanting to get up. In fact, I had a gal here from LA literally this last week for five days and she and I just worked through it and we just did it. And, you know, she said, oh my gosh, I'm getting up, I'm exercising, I'm doing my thing, I'm eating all the right foods. It's really, it's fabulous. 
Wow. That's fascinating that's so because two things. First of all, Slade definitely needs <laughs> needs this <laughs> because <laughs> oh my God, Kimberly. Okay, so you know when like why you throw me into the bus? You right know now? when like your partner is like so so sweet and they like, you know, gain the pregnancy weight with you and they don't make you feel bad and like make yeah. you get like all fat by yourself and like all Gretchen that. Gretchen Christine. So he totally was like awesome partner doing that whole thing. Except he forgot that I had the baby and then he, he kept Baby. He forgot. He forgot that he should stop eating, like as if we're still pregnant. So <laughs> she's totally recognized. So right now. bless his heart. But the guy, like, he really does. Like, he will. And my brother's my witness now because our brother um, is living with us right now during the pandemic because he works with us. And um, the thing that's so crazy is like, literally, we'll we'll be like, "Where is Slate?" And he'll be like in the back eating Oreos <laughs> or like eating the chocolate cake. And we're like, "Dude, what are you doing?" And it's so funny because he knows like it's not good for him. And I don't know if it's like stress eating or if it's like you know, I don't know. Like I don't know why he does it. But like, and here's the thing: I love Slate no matter what. Size you and I are having a conversation later. No, like I love you no matter what size you are because like really I do. Like I like I gotta tell you, I gave him a big bear hug this morning. I'm like, I love all this, like, pushing for the cushion. Like, I love it. But. Gretchen Christine. No, it's cute. I love it. I love to hug you. You're like First big off, and my girthy. cushion is not for your pushing. Let's be but clear about like that. But it's like big and girthy. I like it. But here's it. Because I don't like those men that are like so shredded that like their waists are like smaller than mine. Like, that's weird to me, right? However, yeah. I am concerned for his actual health. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I'm going to love him whether he's big, small, whatever. It's not about that for me. It's not about the physical look. It's more about like truly like his health. We have a, a young baby, you know, he's 51 years of age. And it's like, we have to think about our health for our, for our baby to be around for a while. And so it does concern me a little because I know that a lot of men gain their weight in their waistline and, you know, that can, that can lead to heart disease and all those things. So that's what concerns me more. So I really, I really do need to do the ebook for you, buddy. And, um, do you see Gretchen using her psychology degree right now to flip this conversation so that you're hypnotizing <laughs> her fat husband? Do you see what's happening right now? Just no, so then, people understand what's going on out there. And then for me, like, so the the struggle for me has been real because, um, so when I, when I got pregnant with Sky, I think I gained, I think it was only, I think it was 38 pounds technically, but for some reason in my brain, I thought it was 50 pounds because I, the scale was like high. I don't know. But then like, when I actually, <laughs> yes. yeah, like, like exactly. But so, so then for me, it was really weird because right after I had her three weeks in, I'd lost 25 pounds. I was like doing so good. I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. And then the scale stopped at a number and it will not change off that number. And it's been yeah. nine months and it will not move from the number. And I've been so frustrated. And it's like, it doesn't matter what diet, what, you know, and I hate the word diet, but what, you know, lifestyle thing I'm doing, it doesn't matter how clean I'm eating. It doesn't, it, it, how much exercise I'm doing. It feels like nothing will change that scale. And I know, but a lot you're of impatient. People, I am, but I know a lot of people say it has to do with like hormones and like you took nine months to put the baby weight on. I'll take nine months to get off. And I get all that, but like one, one freaking pound on the scale won't move. It drives me bananas. Yeah. But that one pound could be basically water weight. Number one, number two, you are so impatient. Yeah. If, 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 and, and, you know, Kimberly's story regarding Brad and the fact that it took a year, that's normal. If I was going to go into the gym and I was going to get shredded up and look like Hugh Jackman, you know, they would, they would come to you. Trainers would come to you and say, what do you want to look like in seven months? No, I know Because that's that. what it's going to take. It's going to take that long for you to shift everything in your body. Well, it's been nine months. I'm ready. 
So, okay. Impatient, impatient, <laughs> impatient. So, Kimberly, we understand that you have to sign NDAs with a lot of like your big celebrity clients. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you're also so cute because you're very humble when it comes to the fact that you've worked with some big celebrity clients. Um, but what would you say besides the, um, the Go health, ahead. you know, or like trying to lose weight, what is some of the biggest issues that your clients come to you for? You know, I would say self-esteem. Oh, interesting. And you wouldn't believe it. You really wouldn't believe it. I know that y'all know a lot of celebrities, and so you probably would believe it. But it's really interesting because when you're at that stage, yeah, you don't really always keep uh, an idea of really who you are. You know, it starts, you get pecked at. I think of like, like maybe mm-hmm. a little chihuahua nipping at your ankles. <laughs> you, know, you, get kind yeah. of, you get shorter in stature because literally you just, you get kind of, chewed on a little bit. Yeah. And it really does take an effect. I know that there's a strong, you know, front of, you know, I'm good and this product and this and that, but there's really a very soft child inside each of us. And in my book, I liken that to our inner eight-year-old, which is that subconscious part of us that is very, very um, attentive and sees and hears everything and takes everything very personally. And so although you know, our favorite celebrities may say, oh, you know, this is great and that's fine and F off and whatever. The reality is that it does hurt and it does take its toll. And there's kind of like a hedonic adaptation that happens within us and within our mind that makes us okay and kind of survive things, but are we really thriving them? And so Mm -hmm. when they come and they're unhappy and they really can't put their finger on it, one of my real gifts is being able to isolate what those things are. So for example, when you say that scale just won't move, well, I can get that scale to move. I know I can. I've done it. I've done it with the toughest of people and I've done it with the cleanest of diets because it really is in your mind. Your mind is controlling what those hormones are. If you've ever had a dream or a nightmare where you're just huffing and puffing and you're running from the proverbial bear mm-hmm. and you wake up and your blood, you know, your heart yeah. rate's going and your oxygen consumption is high and all of these things and you're sweating, that's real, but it's not real. It's real to you. Oh. That's my expertise is to really go in and really reroute all of those things that have either shifted in time or that you've believed in time or false beliefs, limited beliefs, things that aren't real anymore, but that are holding you back from your perfect weight. Wow. So here's the problem, Kimberly. You're going to have to come down and spend like five weeks with Slade and I because we have problems <laughs> in all these areas. We have a lot of problems. <laughs> no, but it's it's so intriguing to hear you say this because I remember the first year that I did Housewives and I... Like I didn't, I didn't think anything. I was just like, this is fun. This is so great. And I went in with like such a different confidence, if you will, and such a different like uh, spirit in it. And by season two, when, when the world has access at their fingertips to tweet you and, you know, break you down, break you down and say these things. And, you know, you, all of a sudden it was like, I considered myself to have high self-esteem, to be a very confident person. And like season two, season three, season four, it was like, it was so weird because People just rip you to shreds. Well, it erodes your confidence as a person. Yeah. And like things that I never had issues with, like I never had plastic surgery in my life. And like all of a sudden I'm thinking about having plastic surgery because people are like, oh, your mouth looks like a horse or you, you know, or this is off or that's off. And like things that I never even noticed or ever looked in the mirror and that never bothered me before all of a sudden is bothering me because you have all these, you know, haters and people out there pointing things out to you. And it's strange because I remember just going, I was never not a confident person or never not a person that, you know, um, 
had high self-esteem. So the fact that that can kind of like tear you down and start to wear on you and subconsciously you don't even realize how much it's wearing on you and starts to actually affect your daily uh, decisions. Like I, I remember going and thinking, okay, I need to put filler in my face. And then after I got filler, I was like, I look like a wackadoodle, you know? <laughs> so, and so it's funny the things that, you know, that can happen. And subconsciously, you don't even realize all those things are are happening to you. No, and, and Kimberly, to your credit, you know, by by tackling, you know, the the actor community, because what a lot of people I don't think realize, unless you're in this business, actors get belittled and rejected most of their professional lives yeah. trying to make it as an actor. Mm-hmm. Should you be lucky enough to get hired? Well, then you're playing a role. You're playing a person that's not really you. Yeah. So you can imagine what's going on upstairs. You know, part of that character is you. The, the, the way that that person thinks has been manipulated to fit the need of the character. There's so much that you that gets eroded away about your real self. Yeah. You spend most of your life pretending to be something other than who you truly are. Yeah. These and bits, these and bits and pieces of characters get get left up there. And think about if you're a method actor too. Method actor, and then yeah. the rejection that you go through, and all of the things that happen. So I can imagine that plays a massive toll on the subconscious. And if you can fix those people, <laughs> you're a miracle. You're worker. a miracle worker, Kimberly. Because <laughs> they are. Well, I have a lot of actor friends, and they are the most insecure people on the planet. Yeah. But, but, but rightfully so, not, it's not their own doing. It's because they've been belittled their whole lives. Yeah. Right. And then you marry an actor and then on top of that, so that's right. squared. So it's, it's a whole thing. But, but also the fact that, you know, you're known for that person that you're not. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You're not even famous for the person that you are. So all of those things, and you couldn't have said it more beautifully, it all starts to color like a watercolor, you know, the idea that canvas that you came in is a clean canvas, as you were saying, uh, Gretchen, with your experience with housewives. And so it's just, it's very interesting that, but, you know, life throws us these curveballs, and we hit some and we get hit by some and, you know, we get bruised and dinged a little bit. And that's really been my forte has been straightening all that out because, People leave happy. You know, Woman's World just did an article on my practice for as it relates to weight loss with one of my clients who's been very open about she's not a famous woman, but a very accomplished woman, Donna Curry, who has somewhere in the realm of 69 or 70 Subway sandwich shops and Winchell's Donuts. And so you can imagine that her weight loss journey was journaled uh, very, you know, cautiously and and broadly. People love hearing her story because she's getting into the fashion business now. She's actually getting into handbags um, as well, Gretchen. And she is, she lost, I believe it was 50 pounds in a short amount of time, but doctors love what I do because I go from their lab work. So in other words, if y'all start with me, what we'll do is we'll get your labs and we'll watch it chart, you know, Brad, because he was on high blood pressure medicine, he doesn't mind me showing this by the way, he was on hypertensive medicine. And so as his body started healing, as he was eating the right foods and literally comida is medicina, which is, you know, food Mm -hmm. is medicine. And as he was eating the right foods, he was starting to feel really faint. And so he thought he was like on the wrong track, like maybe I'm not getting enough fat Uh or whatever. And what it really was, was he wasn't needing as much medicine. And every single time that he would lose another chunk of weight, 10 pounds here or there, he would go back in and the doctor would lower, lower, lower until he was off of it altogether. And so this is all doctor guided. 
it's all, you know, straightforward lab work, but it's just beautiful to watch a body yeah. heal because it really wants to. It's not that difficult. Right. That's and really isn't, cool. isn't it fascinating to think that our our body literally has the ability to heal itself? I mean, Slade Slade always makes a good point. He's like, when you break your arm, you put it in a cast. Like you're not taking a medicine, you're not taking that like your body has to heal itself. You're like, always you waiting to, for your body to heal, you no to matter what you do. Wait. And but you know, unfortunately nowadays with you know our huge pharmaceutical companies that are making billions of dollars off of people, you know, just trying to take a quick fix, a quick medicine, a quick thing. And it's like when you, if you really took the time to get to the core, to, to get to the core of what's happening and really give your body a chance to truly heal itself. A lot, a lot of us could be healing ourselves, you know, I don't know. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. But. Right. And sometimes medicine is the way, like, for example, if people experience so much pain, someone will come yeah. to me and they'll have pain that they'll be taking pain meds, which they really need to, and is appropriate. And it's all doctor guided. But the thing is that the body, once it starts to heal, really does want to heal past that. And so if you can manage all of those things, and that's what I love about the doctor guided system is that, is that it's ecological for the body. And then of course, how the mind is working is extremely ecological. And then the two can kind of flux together because you can step off of all of those things. Yeah, Kimberly is actually going to I think hypnotize you. Oh my God. I'd like her to hypnotize you. My question for you, Kimberly, since we're all listening, do we get hypnotized too? What do you mean? Yeah. Well, if I'm listening to, to if I'm listening so, to what she's saying to oh. you, can I take that in? Interesting. We- yeah. So I think hearing the history of of your baby weight, yeah. Slade, I think very politically should- correct, Kimberly. <laughs> <laughs> Here to take off that baby weight. So, so here's what I can do is there's a neat exercise that's in the book called root boost mm-hmm. and it's quick and it's easy and it's fun. Okay. So if y'all both want to close your eyes okay. and you want to just listen to me, you can take advantage of all of this goodness. Okay. <laughs> and anyone listening can do the same. Just pull over. If you're listening and you're in your car, don't do anything dangerous. Yeah. That's my disclaimer. Is it make sure that's you're a not good, That's a good disclaimer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody listening, go park your asses right now. <laughs> yeah. Just so the audience understands, you're going to try and do a little quick hypnot. What's it? What would, how do you call it's it? It's a fat hack, Gretchen. We're doing a fat hack. But um, hypnotize us like- you- Hypnosis. She's right. going to hypnotize you okay. into a state so that she's speaking directly to your subconscious. She's taking away your own control. And taking over. And your this is to help me possibly lose some weight. Is that correct, Kimberly? Okay. So this is a couple of things. Okay. This is this is getting you and your listeners, whoever wants to join in, just pull over, sit down, whatever, close your eyes. And this gets you back connected to the energy of you. You know, one of the things we grab at food for is energy. One of the things that we grab the food for is is boredom, emotions. You know, we put a lot of um a lot of pressure on our food. We make it be our lover. Mm -hmm. We make it be our forgiver. We make it be our pain. We make it be our happiness. We make it be our celebration. We do all of these things to food when food is really fuel and you can get energy from other sources. It doesn't have to be food. So this is going to be kind of a getting back to you. It's called root boost and it'll feel really good for a lot of things that might be a problem. One of which is overeating or eating the wrong foods. Okay, so just before we begin, I want to clarify that when you said we make food our lover, <laughs> a giant chocolate cake popped into my mind. <laughs> just want to be sure that you understand where I'm coming from. Oh my gosh, too funny. Yeah. No, by the way, I'm sitting right next to my big chocolate muffin. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is a bad house. It's staring at it's me in the eye going, I love you. I want to make love yeah. to you right now. You're my lover. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. <laughs> love the one you're with. Yeah, yeah exactly. love the one you're with. Okay, so we're all closing our eyes now. Okay, here we go. Okay, so I say close your eyes and go within. And going within is simply just getting placed. So we've all had our laughs and we've been busy for the day and just closing your eyes and going within. So you're getting in touch with that place inside of you. And that place that we all know is the place that all of our inner knowledge comes from. You know, kind of the you inside of you that you can feel. Now imagine your feet anchored solidly to the earth below. So you're gonna put both feet flat on the ground and slave, maybe lean back a little bit so that you're in the chair, so you're relaxed. And I want you to feel the heavy weight of gravity securing you into the earth. So you're imagining large roots slowly growing from the bottom of your feet and extending down deep into the soil below you. So through the floor and down into the soil, then even deeper, deep into the core of the earth. So these magnificent roots coming out of the bottom of your feet, deep into the core of the earth. Just use your imagination to feel that. Once your roots are there, I want you to imagine the earth's strength, the balance, the power, the heat and the energy that's encompassed within this enormous core. Visualize your roots extending down, accessing that stabilizing energy of the earth's fiery core. You can feel the heat building. Allow that energy field to slowly travel up through those roots and up into the bottoms of your feet. Feel the heat gathering in your feet. Feel the energy all balancing right there and allow that heat to start radiating through your body, warming the areas in need, any area in your body that's need, energizing any dormant meridians, any chakras, muscles, bones. Let that start happening and just feel it for a second. Feel that this energy is accessible. Feel that it's constant and feel that it's renewing, that it's renewable, it's available for you. You can feel it all the way through your fingertips. Sit for a second and receive and collect all of the abundant energy that you're drawing forward from the planet. And once you feel warm and full of renewed resources, so you can just feel all of that goodness coming in, Imagine that you're slowly retracting your roots from the earth's core, slowly bringing them back up into your feet. Imagining sealing the bottoms of your feet now and locking in this new energy. And then slowly when you're ready, open your eyes and let me know how you're feeling. So for me, my left foot in particular, the pinky toe and the toe next to it was like tingling. Is that weird? 
There might be something with it. You know, there could be sometimes after you have a baby, you know, there's shifts and there's pressure on certain little nerves and whatnot. Sometimes things come to life. It's probably the neuropathy healing from that muffin you were going to eat. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. No, it's really weird because those those two little toes in particular were like they started to have like a little tingling. Isn't that weird? Well, my my feet were cold. Interesting. Because our AC's on. Yeah. And I don't have socks on. Yeah. They were cold the whole time. Well, no. Even when, when she said feel the heat. No, that's what I'm tr- it changed. Oh. That's what I'm trying to say is my feet were initially cold and you're envisioning these roots going into the earth and then little roots off the main roots expanding out like a root normally would. Mm-hmm. And then bringing in that heat, my feet got warm. Yay. See, here's what happens. It affects your circulatory system. It affects if you ever feel fatigued, if you ever feel tired, if you ever feel like you're ready to reach for sugar, this is the easiest, fastest thing. It's really like a quick body cure-all, which is why I chose it because it's kind of anything. People who are suffering from some kind of physical malady, you can imagine all of that heat and energy going to that specific part of the body that's the problem. It's really a lot of fun and people feel better after, you know, moms, I mean, busy mom, Gretchen, you're probably just like sometimes you just want to sit and just almost oh, collapse yeah. because you you can go another minute. Totally. This is a great one to do during those times where you'd normally reach for a snack. You would reach, you know, our go-to is to grab something to eat. Yeah. That's, that's half of the thing, you know, is that we just mindlessly grab because we've been taught that. And also the fact that it does make us momentarily feel better, but it's what are you grabbing? So when you start to feel tempted or you start to feel motivated to move toward that thing that doesn't serve you, then literally sit down, do this root boost. It'll give you the energy you were looking for and it's clean, it's natural, it's non-invasive, it's sustainable, it's organic, it's all of those things. That kind of reminds me a little bit of like meditation. Like um, here, here's an interesting story is that I was always so afraid of meditation because I like imagine like you had to like sit there and like in a, you know, cross-legged position and hold your hands up and, you know, touch your thumb to your middle finger and like sit there and be like, Mm, and like you know hum for an hour and chant like a monk and then yeah and then somehow you were supposed to you were able to like clear your mind and like get through it and i was just like i I could never meditate well then all those really cool apps came out like headspace and like all those really cool apps that taught me how to do meditation in like what you just did can really these really short you know three to five minute segments and it was like mind-boggling how how much that calmed you down and how much it like brought you back to like just this like homeostasis level in your body. So would you say a little bit of what that was is is some form of like a meditation or how would you describe like being hypnotized? A hundred percent. You're so right. Because what happens is in meditation, you're really keeping thought out. In Uh hypnosis, you're really allowing thought in, but but both can be guided. So what I just did was a guided form of meditation, which is the same thing as trance. So trance Uh is the state of hypnosis. It's also the state of meditating. So what happens is it's called temple sleep. Like um, hypnosis is really temple sleep, sleeping with gods. And so that's where you're at your higher self. And those thoughts come and go, you know, regardless. So we welcome the thoughts with hypnosis. I want those thoughts coming because that's where channeling comes from. That's where great epiphanies come from. If you looked on, if you Googled hypnosis and people who have enjoyed it, you'll see Mozart, you'll see, you know, every inventor, every, you know, musician, everyone who came up with something really fantastic 
um, you know, Freud and Einstein, wow. all of them use that part of the mind because that's the part that really is able to search and seek those things that you couldn't consciously come up with. So it is an unconscious state, or like I like to say, a subconscious state of being that is that part of the mind. You know, when you're little and, and the teacher's tapping on the blackboard and she says, get back in the room, stop daydreaming, pay attention. Mm-hmm. You yeah. want to daydream. You want to be in that zoning out space. You want to be. So next time you catch um, Slade, maybe, you know, looking <laughs> off or you don't remember where you drove the last five miles, all of that, or watching like a fire pit and flames dancing, that yeah. is our greater goodness. It's kind of like our screensaver oh. on the computer. That's so cool. I like, I love hearing it from that point of view. Yeah, because you're right with meditation. It's always like, let the thoughts go out. And then if they come back in, it's okay, but let them go out again and just try to clear your mind. And, and that, that's a skill set. Like you have to like work at that a little bit, but I do like the fact with, um, being hypnotized that you still allow those thoughts to be there, but you're, it's like what you said, like you're guiding that. I think that's really interesting. So, okay. So, so I understand. So the audience understands. So anytime that you're wanting to grab for food, you can do that quick. What did you call it? Root, root rooting? Is it called, call it's it? called a root boost. Yeah. So if you imagine those root roots, boost. root boost, because it's roots going down into the earth and then the boost of energy that you're pulling up towards you. And why does that, what is, what is that? It replaces the need for the food. But what's the significance of the roots and all of that, like connecting to the earth? What, is there some significance to that? Why is it specifically that? Well, so here's what it could also be. We could also go the other direction. I could have you close your eyes and I could have you imagine that you're in the cockpit of your special spaceship. Let's just do that real quick. Just close your eyes and you're in the cockpit of your special spaceship. This spaceship is designed for you. You're the astronaut. You're the chosen one. It's only you in it. It can be pink and full of like pink <laughs> faux fur. It can yes. be sparkles. She freaking <laughs> knows you like nobody's yes, business. Yes, she so knows oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> it can be made out of anything and we're going to go on a little trip. So you can turn the knobs. You turn the knobs to turn the engine on and you can feel the thrusters beneath you. <laughs> thrusters beneath you and you can feel all of the energy coming into your spaceship and off you go you lift off of the planet you've got beautiful clean windows that you can look out of so you're not scared you look down at the planet and it looks like this beautiful blue green marble as you get further and further away you look at your other windows and you see the most beautiful astrological things going on that you've ever seen in your life there's milky ways there's starbursts there's the sun there's every planet you ever imagined some are shaped like unicorns let's go to that one wow <laughs> rainbows and unicorns and so you head to whichever planet you choose to go to that looks so cool and that's where we're going to go and get our energy and so you land on that planet and it's filled with everything you ever wished you know it's raining diamonds it's got you know everything that you ever wanted as far as energy you run around you feel so good you get back in your spaceship you thrust your engines up you come back to earth and then you feel energized it's taking you out of the mundane Got it's it. taking out of your placement. It's taking you out of your mindset. It's a higher, better focus of something that has your attention. So trance in general is about mesmerizing. It's about entrancing. You know, children love moving, shining objects. So your little girl is probably entranced by everything she sees you put yes. on. And looks yes. at mommy, it's so bright and shiny. And she probably reaches for you all the time as the yes. rest of us. <laughs> so, yes. 
just like that. We want to go someplace better and do something more meaningful. It's, it's who we are reaching for the good. And so it can go either way. You know, I don't use water normally because some people are fearful of water, but if you're not, you could do the same thing floating on a raft and drawing the energy from the salts in the ocean water. It's anything that's better and bigger than where you are right now. Got it. That helps. That that helps ex- describe it. Planetary alignment, uh, magnitude of whatever. If someone loves to hike in the in the jungle, you know, it's that. If someone loves to be on a mountaintop skiing, then it's that. So you really can create your own metamorphosis into this energetic system if you'll allow it. So anytime that you're struggling with something, that's what you're talking about, going to that place, taking that moment to sit in that and think about those things and and kind of remove yourself from whatever struggle you're having at that moment. Is that correct? Yes. And a lot of people would laugh that they just have to go to Nordstrom's. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. I love that. That's hilarious. Gretchen would actually go to Nordstrom's, spend the money, <laughs> sit in the car and go, it was a good thing. I had to do it. It's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Every yeah. time I go shopping now, I'll be like, oh, Kimberly told Kimberly me said that's it was what okay. I need to do. <laughs> well, so what, what we just did was good because one of the things that I was going to ask Kimberly about was Gretchen's anxiety. Because she does have anxiety about things. Mm-hmm. But there's even, you know what we need to do with her? What? Kimberly needs to help me tap into the, the inner power of Gretchen. Oh, geez. We, she's, she's suppressing things, Kimberly. Oh. She has predictions about things all the time. And she manifests things all the time. She I can, do. I really have this really weird ability to manifest whatever it is that I want to have happen in my life. And it's really strange because it's been I, happening for 10 years. By it's the been way. happening for a while. Well, first of all, the prediction started when I was a little girl. Like I used to write it in my diary, like we're going to have an earthquake three days from now. And, and it would always happen. I'd be like, okay, what is up with that? And then the manifestations, I was able to start doing that about 10 years ago. And it's really strange. I mean, it doesn't always happen in the timing that I think it's going to happen, but eventually whatever I'm like manifesting I I can't like I literally manifested Skylar Gray, like literally manifested that whole thing to happen. Um, But what is your point in that? Well, because I think that you're suppressing things. I think that, I mean, electronics tend to fail around her. You know, production (laughs) used to call her a frequency vampire because you you mic her up and her body would absorb the frequency and they'd have to change everything. And electronics literally fail. I mean, her phone goes down, the computer goes down. I'm lucky we even still are connected to you right now, (laughs) honestly. Well, and what's weird too, Kimberly, is I've been stopped on the street, like legitimately on the street. People have walked by me and they'll come back and they'll be like, oh, you have the light. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, no, they say the gift. About? They say the gift. Some of them said the light and some of them said the gift. Like and, and then it turns out that they're like medians or they're psychics or something just really weird. Which Yeah, I don't we were know on that- the streets of New York doing press and someone walked past us, stopped, looked back, came back, they just grabbed Gretchen's arm and go, oh, you have the gift. So are and then you, they walk away. So, so are you saying are you saying that you want her to like try to tap into that for me? Well, yeah, like because you're afraid of me it at some point. Because you won't embrace it. Like yeah, you, you I predict am and know things you're not supposed to know, and it yeah. kind of freaks you out. Freaks me out big time. And you won't embrace it. I bet she could help you subconsciously start to embrace it. Yeah, but Kimberly, do you feel like if someone's like nervous to embrace something like that, do you think it's good to try and tap into that? I absolutely do. And I happen to know some of that about you. You um, do? Oh my God. Now I'm getting even weirder. <laughs> no, this is feeling even really weirder. Okay. Wait, legit. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, because when we've been together, I, you know, I'm a 
I'm a watcher of human behavior. Mm -hmm. And so I, I get it. I've experienced you enough that this makes perfect sense to me. The electromagnetic kind of energy field that you have, it doesn't, because you are extra bright and shiny. I mean, there's, that's not coming from food. That's not coming from, you know, makeup. That's not coming from that. That's coming from inside. In fact, there's not a cream on the planet that you need if you have a good solid heart and you're good intentioned that that's a cream that can match it. You can buy and you can try, but nothing matches the glow and the beauty in her light. There's just nothing, nothing oh, can do that. Sweet. And Thank it's, you. it's, well, it's really true. You know, the most beautiful women on the planet look like you. And there's a reason for that is because they're emanating. And in that emanation is it's, it's what people see and feel, you know, when we meet, it's very interesting because we don't just see with our eyes, we feel ahead of time. And that's the thing back to the envelope that you could literally, it's called remote viewing, but you could literally draw on a sealed envelope and come up with the image or at least the shapes of the image that are on the inside unseen before by you. And so what people feel about you is that, and it does change the way you look, it changes facial structure, it changes. And then when they touch you or they approach you, it literally gives you this little boost. And so in the book, I have a chapter that would be devoted to you and it would be called play big. And the playing big part is don't squelch your gifts expand your gifts. There's no reason to, to take any gift you've been given and to tuck it in a drawer, push it away. You know, there's time and place for everything. And this, this gift you have of that emanation is something that you can cozy up to and make friends with, and then it'll become more clear to you. I think the reason it's coming to you in these kind of smoke and mirror ways is because you're not just looking at it straight on and rolling up your sleeves and getting, you know, closing in to get to know it better. That I would love to work with you on the next time I'm in, because that really gets me going. That's expect, that's a gift to the world. And Wait, when Gretchen's getting of, emotional, Kimberly, <laughs> she's getting yeah. emotional. You're going to make her cry right now. You kind of owe it to us, Gretchen, to explore that because I want the best in you for the best in me selfishly. And I want you to want the best in me for the best of you selfishly. And so now that we're talking about it, and just so you know, a podcast emanation is very powerful. It going out through the ethers and it being absorbed and taken in graciously by all the beautiful people listening, that's powerful. And so now it's out. And now we all expect the most from you. And now we really need you to join us in this, uh, you know, this oneness of you being brought up to the level that you're really meant to play. Oh, that's really nice. Like I'm totally crying. She's totally crying. And I love the fact that you put that responsibility on her. I love it. No, that's really, that's really sweet of you to say, but I mean, it's, it's weird because I've always like, you know. Slate and I are spiritual people and I always pray and I always ask God to use me, you know, for, for something bigger, for something more powerful. And so, I mean, it's just interesting to hear that side of it because I think a little bit of it has always been like, I'm scared of my own abilities or own power. The things that like show up to me, it's always just scared me a little bit. So because you suppress it, but hearing it from a different perspective, like she just said, it, 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 I think that's why it made me emotional because it helps me feel like, okay, you know, maybe there is, you know, a higher purpose for this. And I, and maybe I need to tap into it because of that. So. You do need to tap into it. And what I love about this too, is it's so perfect. 
The title of Kimberly's book, The Subconscious Power, Use Your Inner Mind to Create the Life You've Always Wanted. Yeah. Yeah. She's talking to you, Gretchen. Yeah. Yes. There's a quote that Nelson Mandela's quote that I use. I'm just looking here at the book, chapter seven, principle six, play big. There is no passion to be found playing small in settling for a life that's less than the one that you're capable of living. Now, this can be as broad and big as a life as he's speaking of it, or it can be as delicate and intricate and fine-tuned and laser-pointed as your gift that now you can turn into this. Remember the car, the car lots that used to have this big, maybe they still do those big broad spotlights. Mm-hmm. They'd shine across the city. Yep. And that that's the kind of light. So you can take this inner beautiful laser you have and you can really expand it out. And quite frankly, if I know you're a giver. And so if I frame it in the sense that we you owe it to us and we need this from you is to be giving with your gift and to be open with it and sharing it, then I know that that moves you to action because that's who you are. So because you thought it was you and you were taking it personally, but now I say, you know, share it with us and I'll help you develop that so gladly. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you for that. I gotta, I gotta make you laugh. I received an email a couple of days ago from a hater. (laughs) Actually, she said she was my fan, but she's like, are you a giver or a taker? Cause you don't do enough giveaways on your, on your Instagram page. And I was just like, Oh my God. So when, when like I have legit friends that are like, I know you're a giver. Thank you for saying that because well, it like really hurt my feelings. Cause I was like, but wait I, a second, hold on, like hold on. That was a person accusing you or trying to imply that you're a taker, not a giver. They were inquiring about how come they can't take from you. <laughs> I mean, come on. It was kind of funny. Well, what's funny is because she was saying that so many people send me gifts and they do. Like I get so many gifts on the weekly basis. Like I'm so blessed. I have such an amazing fan base and so many people out there that are so thoughtful and, and constantly are sending me things. And of course, I like post and say thank you to those people that send me stuff. Um, especially, you know, small businesses. I love to try and support them, especially during this pandemic and all that stuff. And so it was just so funny because she's like, I see people send you stuff all the time, but you you know, you don't do enough giveaways. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? So it's funny to hear you say that. So thank you for that. But um, OK, so I have a question for you. Um, for, with all the things that like, like that we're dealing with right now that we've talked about, like losing weight or anxiety or all that, uh, what is typically the success rate for overcoming some of those issues? Like do most people, are they successful when they're like hypnotized with that? Well, my people do because I pick who I work with as well, you know, just to be fair, I, I take people who are really ready and I take people who really mean it. I do have a lot of people come and they spend the first half hour explaining why they have their issue and explaining why they're planning on keeping it. Mm -hmm. And those are the ones that I don't take. Um, There's so many people who need help in the world. And when they come, I'm so happy to do it. But you have to really want to do it. You know, it's like anything else, really. And, um, you know, it's one of those things. But I would say, I mean, for me, I, I can't think of anyone that it's failed on for me. But again, I know that that's with the precursor that I pick and choose who I work with. I would say that if anyone is really serious about it, then it works. Yeah. I would say that you can you can discount anything if that's what you do. There are people in the world that choose 
therapists to prove wrong. And there's people in the world that choose medical doctors to prove wrong. There's people who are just on a self-sabotage system. And I work with those too, because that's a lot of the battle. And, you know, we do it. I mean, I act like it's, it's them, 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 but we all self self-sabotage ourselves right. for things. You know, right. If you're late for an appointment or, you know, you just don't get out the door or maybe you don't do your face for something that you knew was going to be, you know, on video or whatever, right. you know, there's all these ways that we do that. And it's really fascinating, but as long as the greater part of you is on the right track, you'll always come out on the right end of it. And the subconscious is already queued up to do it. That's actually all it wants to do. When we go off track, it's only because either misinformation has happened or there's been some kind of a trauma. You know, PTSD is a lot with that, mm-hmm. um, drug use, all of those things that get us off track. But the, but what's lucky about the way we're built and the way our minds work is that it is already queued up to do the right thing. And it is already queued up to to take those cues from your subconscious That's for your beautiful. survival and you know ultimately for you to have this happy life. That's beautiful. I love that. So you definitely help people with the struggles of like addiction and like all of those things. It sounds like you sounds like you do the oh, whole yeah. gamut well, of everything. Right. Because the new big threat, you know, on the planet is going to be fatty liver. They don't talk about it too much right now, but believe it or not, there's another thing about us that can be fat and that's fatty liver. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And type two diabetes has been the big thing right now, but you'll see fatty liver start coming up. It's what we're doing to ourselves. And it really is at, you know, epidemic proportions, the way we feed our children, the way we feed each yeah. other, yeah. all of those things. And it does not have to be. And so that e-course I am developing is so, so fast and easy because, you know, when you hear the right thing, you know, even sayings like, oh, that had the right ring to it, or, oh, that sounded like something I could really get into. Even that is your subconscious working. It's guiding you towards the help you need. Right. So for everybody listening, please be sure to pick up a copy of The Subconscious Power. Use your inner mind to create the life you've always wanted. Kimberly, thank you so much for coming on with us today. We love you. We love Brad. And, and where, where can they find Kimberly on social media? Where are you at, love? At Kim Friedmutter, K-I-M-F-R-I-E-D-M-U-T-T-E-R, at Kim Friedmutter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and then KimberlyFriedmutter.com website. And then if somebody actually wants to book you, is, is it at, at your website or where do they, how do they get in touch with you? Yes, they can just uh, do the email, send an email through the website. That's perfect. Perfect. Awesome. Wow. This thank, was like Thank you so, so We could talk fun. to you for hours, by the way. So first off, you have to come back. Yeah. And um, the minute that this pandemic is lifted. Yeah. Well, Kimberly, we love you to death. We love Brad. Please send him our love. And thank you so much for joining us today on our Not Too Taboo podcast. And hopefully this helped all of the listeners out there really tap into the sources that we have within ourselves. Check out her book, check her out on social media, go to her website. There's so many goodies there. And Kimberly, we'll talk to you soon, love. Thank you. Thanks, Kimberly. Love you guys. You're the best. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, look at the fans love Kimberly. <laughs> they love her. But yeah, she's the best oh, ever. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that was, that was incredible. That was so awesome. I know. I need to, we need to spend more time with her. I know. I really, you know what though? Don't you feel like from the second that we met her, she was just like, just such good people. From the instant. She yeah. has never changed. Uh-huh. She's always just been, you know, she has that same uh, lovely light, light as yeah. you. I was going to say that. And th- that's uh-huh. her secret. That's why yeah. she's so gorgeous. I mean, you just, she, she beams supermodel yeah. at all times. Yeah. And maybe yeah. that's why I was so like. Um, drawn to her? Drawn to her. It was because, you know, it, it is, it's hard to find women that are like 
just these beautiful women that that you truly see it from the inside out. Yep. Because they're hum humble and they're kind yeah. and they're giving and all these things. Uh -huh. You know, <clears throat> when you and uh, you and Kimberly are walking the red carpet. Yeah. Brad and I sit there behind the scenes with our cameras. Yeah. We're like, yeah, those are our ladies. <laughs> you two are cute. Like, we, the He's last always got his camera. I got my camera. Yeah, that yeah. was cute. The last event we were at when Kimberly and I were on the carpet and you were, I, we, I saw, I was watching you two. You both were just sitting there and you're like gooing and gawing over us. Of course we pretty, are. It's pretty and cute. so we should, Gretchen. It's pretty cute. Yeah, I love you guys. It's amazing. Okay, so let's talk about our question of the week. It's strange for me because I think that, like I said, I, I think I've always been like, I felt like I always had something that I was meant to do in like a big way. I remember I've had this like conversation with you. You have. And I don't know, you know, if when Housewives came along and I, and I, uh, had that platform and I, ha I've created an audience around that and just, you know, just sharing my faith and the stuff that's got me through, maybe that's been it. I don't know, but it is interesting. No, there's more. But it is interesting that she, sh she shedded light on it in a very different perspective than I've ever seen it. Mm -hmm. And it really helped me now feel more confident to really explore it because I think that I've never, I think I've been afraid of it from, from like the standpoint of like, oh, it's scary if I know things about people or I know, you know, tap into weird like premonitions about things I shouldn't know. Like that scared me. But if I know that there's some greater good to come out of it and that she talked about it being a gift that I can help other people, then I definitely want to tap into that. But here's what's interesting about it. And this actually plays into what she talks about the subconscious and the self-sabotage. Because if you think about it, mm. here you are praying to our higher power to use me, mm -hmm. right? Use me for some greater good. You've truly been given a gift that people have no idea about the premonitions, about the predictions and the things that happen and that you're able to do on the regular basis. I mean, the manifestations that happen, you know, you will say something like, oh, I really wish I could communicate with this person. It's been too long. We should do this thing together. And like literally the email will come through like in three minutes. Yeah. This stuff has been happening for 10 years. No one understands this about you. And what happens is you've been given this gift. You've asked of it. And the fact that you have it, you're now afraid to use it. Mm -hmm. so That's the, the self-sabotage, self yeah. right? Because the gift doesn't have to control you. You control the gift. So you perceive that if you take advantage of the gift and use it, that maybe it would freak people out because you knew too much or you're afraid to actually use it. But you have to remember, you're in control of the gift. It doesn't control you. Yeah, you have I the ability to use it for good. Yeah. No, true. But I think the way that she described it, it went much deeper than just like these premonitions and that sort of thing. I think it went, it's even, it's, it's something deeper than that. And I think that's what I'm excited to tap into because like the premonitions, all that, that's great. I mean, if that can help people in some way, great. But I, I think there's something else there that I'm not seeing. And I love that she said, I, I felt that and saw that from you when I first met you. And I'd love to explore that with you. So I'm excited about that's that. That's pretty neat. Yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated too, because I have no gifts. Oh, stop so it. So let's explore yours. Um, so, okay. So the question of the week, you guys, is um, what is the life that you guys have always wanted to create? So her her book, Subconscious Power, Use Your Inner Mind to Create the Life You Always Wanted. What is that? What is that life that you've always wanted? And do you do you think that you have the power to, to really sit down and, and create that life? Like if you were to read this book and tap into those sources of the things that she was just talking about, what do you think it's going to take for you to actually make that happen? Here's what I believe. I believe they have the power. Mm -hmm. I believe they can do it should they choose to do it. And a book like this helps them tap into those gifts. Mm-hmm. 
and create that that life. Yeah. They can do it. Yeah. You guys I, can I have, do it. I have faith in all of you. I love it. <laughs> Everybody, thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to another episode of Not Too Taboo. Please remember to like, download, subscribe, and listen to our podcast. Also, <laughs> oh, and also leave a review for us. We love getting your guys' reviews. We do, we do. And the haters, stay off the reviews. There's, <laughs> there's like two people that are coming in. They're going, oh, they're they're so boring. <laughs> well, really? Then why are you listening? Then why are you listening, number one? <laughs> I mean, it's so silly. <laughs> and we have amazing guests, and you learn a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, everybody, thanks again for tuning in, and we'll talk at you soon. Bye, guys.